This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. Tony Stennett with the uh, Middle Tennessee um, University's um, uh, Athletic Communication Office is going to join us today. He's also kind of spearheading the efforts these days with the incoming and future Hall of Fame classes. And Tony, yesterday we had a another Zoom webinar, uh, which I think this was the third one MTSU has done. And um, uh, you brought back six former athletes. And I'll be honest with you, I never envisioned this is what you had planned. Um, it's part of the initiative moving forward and i just thought you had six athletes there to shoot the crow about their days well it turns out it's your incoming hall of fame class right and uh monty it was you know uh i know you watched and um we talked a little bit about how you know you were excited about it and we've had tremendous feedback since yesterday afternoon um from a lot of the fans about um just how enjoyable it was for them to watch and um, for them to see that. But what I was really pleased with was, um, you know, you could just feel and see the joy and the excitement and the surprise and all of these emotions that were going through all six of them at the same time. And, um, you know, it was different because normally, well, this is my fifth year uh being associated with the Hall of Fame part of the Varsity Club. And the previous four, you know, we had picked a class, and then you just kind of call them and give them the good news. And, of course, they're excited. But um, this was the first time we had ever been able to do a reveal like that, you know, and it kind of just fit with the times with um, with all the Zoom stuff going on and all of that. But um, I have to give Chip Walters uh, credit. It was really his idea. And uh, when we had started having committee meetings, he threw that out there, and it just kind of uh, built as we talked. But, um, you know, uh, I thought it was tremendous, and, and like I said, I, I love the emotion that all six of them showed. But uh, what I really also enjoyed was the visits from some of their coaches and teammates. Uh, I thought that added a lot to it as well. Great wrinkle. That was a great wrinkle. You know, you, you talk about there were four – uh, there were four former Blue Raider coaches and one current, you know, involved there. Of course, you had Andy McCollum there for Kendall Newsom and uh, Whit Turnbow for uh, Mike Harmon, and then you had Jim McGuire for both Bryce Brents and Clay Snellgrove. But it was really enjoyable. And Lewis, and Lewis Bivens. Lewis Bivens, yes. Visiting with him these last few weeks as we set this up, uh, of course, he's uh, one of the best. And then to have Coach Insel on there, too, you had the top two all-time winningest uh, women's basketball coaches in school history and Coach Insel and Coach Bivens. And, of course, now Heather Prater and Alicia Clark may be reasons why, you know, they won so many games. But um, that was the neat part of it, too, because the Hall of Famers did not know what was happening. They, Like you said, they just thought they were coming on there to talk about their MTSU days and their teammates and tell some stories, but the guests did know, you know, because we had to tell them what it was about. Um, 
So to be able to keep that quiet and keep that secret uh, for the last several weeks, uh, really uh, probably two to three weeks, um, it wasn't that difficult. But, you know, it's hard to get, uh, I guess that was 12 different guests, to commit to not saying anything, um, especially in the case of, like, Anne-Marie Lanning when she is married to one of them. <laughs> you know? yeah. So um, they did a good job, too, but I, I really enjoyed that part and thought it added a lot to the afternoon. You know, um, and I, I go, I'll go ahead and throw a kicker in there from a selfish standpoint. It made the old sports writer's job a whole hell of a lot easier. I had all the quotes I wanted right there at my disposal. <laughs> right, and you know, the good, didn't have to, and didn't have to call anybody. No, you don't have to call anybody. And um, then the other good thing is, uh, you know, now that people are getting back to work, when we started these webinars, um, the idea was to go at noon because when it started, uh, that was during the shutdown, and a lot of people were at home, and we thought that would be kind of a good time for it. But, um, you know, now more people are kind of back to work and may not have been able to watch at noon. So, of course, we have the replay out there that you could go to our website, GoBlueRaiders.com, and, and watch there. Or we have it on our YouTube, uh, on MT Athletics, on YouTube, uh, of course, on Twitter and Facebook. So you can also go back and watch it. And, uh, God, I remember the days when we would have to take those press conferences and stuff and uh, how tough that could be going back to transcribe stuff. Well, now, you know, if you, you missed anything, you just go back and, and watch it and, and uh, get it that way. But, yeah, it sure makes it easier. And, you know, we appreciate your coverage, uh, not only talking about it here on the radio, but in the Murfreesboro Post. And, um, you know, I had a lot of people reach out uh, late yesterday afternoon wanting uh, to reach different Hall of Famers for stories. Um, so that was real exciting also. Yeah, and um, and as you said, you got to see, you know, when usually you call and let them know, uh, you, you, you can maybe kind of feel how they're feeling uh, across the telephone line, but when you got to see them live on TV, basically, um, you got to see the true raw emotion. Right, and you know, um, I think you know, especially, especially Blue Raider fans. I mean, true Blue fans and alumni and stuff like that. Teammates, um, you know, when you feel that that emotion, I think you you almost get a little emotional. I know that I could tell uh, Chris Massaro was getting a bit emotional in his delivery there at the end because it it, it was a shared emotion. You know what I mean? Um, so just the casual person watching, I think they would really have enjoyed it. But um, I think Blue Raider fans really got a kick out of it. And, you know, the part that made it easy to pull off with those um, individuals, too, is when I contacted them explaining about the webinar and we're just trying to have content for our fans, uh, get some stuff out there. Well, all six of these were definitely at the top of their game and the best of the best to have played at MTSU. So it was easy to sell them on, we just want you to come on and talk about your time at middle or your era, or in case of Bryce, you know, the, the great 2009 season, um, stuff like that. And, um, you know, they all, thank goodness, were available. It wasn't like having to say, you know, you really, really need to do this or, or give anything away. But um, it was certainly enjoyable to see uh, those emotions, and what I took from it, Monty, and we've talked about this before, is um, you're reminded of just how important this is and what a big deal it is to these student-athletes. Sometimes you wonder, well, you know, do they really think it's a, a, a big deal to go in a hall? Yes, it is a big deal. Uh, less than 1% of all student-athletes that ever play at MTSU will ever go into the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, so... To, to have that honor is, uh, is a really big deal, and I give Jim Simpson a tremendous amount of credit for uh, what he's done through the years to make the Hall of Fame induction weekend what it has become, and, um, you know, a really big deal. It's not, it's not that, hey, we've selected you, we're going to get you a plaque and uh, kind of have a little breakfast and move on. It is, um, you know, a real celebration 
of, of these individuals. Um, and, in fact, we'll be rolling out videos uh, next week, uh, one a day of each of the six. So, um, you know, it, it, it starts now and it goes up until induction weekend, which right now is scheduled for the weekend of October 16th with the induction on Saturday the 17th before the North Texas game. Um, you know, we hope that that holds true with the schedule, uh, but we'll adjust if we have to. And again, those inductees were Bryce Brent's baseball, Alicia Clark, women's basketball, Mike Harmon golf, Kendall Newson football, Heather Prater Warren, women's basketball, and Clay Snellgrove baseball. So that takes care uh, of those six. And um, again, if you have not seen that or you didn't get the chance to see it yesterday, uh, I urge you to do so. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, you can go to blue, GoBlueRaiders.com. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, this portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank becomes true. It remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. You've just got to try it. True tear. And I tried it, and in 10 seconds, I was welling up with tears. I can't believe that little thing worked so well. I am a believer in it because I've tried it myself. You know, what do they say? Uh, I'm a member. True tear. True tear. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. True tear. How do you know you're in a community, not just a town? Well, strangers smile as they walk by. They refill your coffee without you asking. And when you ask directions, people offer to walk you there. Communities give more. The way you know when you walk into First Bank that you are in a real community bank. Great products, direct access to your local bankers, and relationships that can last a lifetime. Don't just have an account. Have a community with First Bank. Member FDIC. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, and have now $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The TSSAA Board of Control delayed a contingency vote planned last week for the 2020 high school football and girls soccer seasons. The organization asked that it be exempt from Governor Bill Lee's state of emergency that's been extended until August 29th. That would allow the season to start on time. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy says he's optimistic about playing football in the fall. There's still hope and there's still a chance that things may go back to normal. And I think they kind of put it on the governor. And uh, we're going to figure out if it's plans to use or not later on. But right now we're planning on having a season just like we always have. The board's next scheduled meeting is July 22nd. That will take place at Siegel High School. You want to hear the full interviews with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy and Riverdale football coach Will Kreisky, head to WGNSSports.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Tony Stennett with the Media Relations Athletic Department at MTSU. And, Tony, you mentioned a neat thing, um, the former coaches that came back, a couple former players. Um, 
were in there, West Counts, Will Fraley, Raleigh Bishop. Um, but I was tickled to death to see Annie McCollum participate. Obviously, you know, there have been some hard feelings over the year, but years, but that was one of his guys, and uh, Andy was uh, fantastic as always. Yeah, I was really excited uh, about him. I thought he did a great job. I mean, as always, just like when he coached here, uh, you could you could just feel his enthusiasm uh, as he talked about Kendall and even West Counts. Um, but you could you could just feel it as he talked about him, which I think is one of the things that make Andy such a great recruiter. Um, is that you know you 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 can truly feel what he's talking about. But I could sense his excitement. Uh, I think he could have sat there for another hour talking about Kendall and and what he meant to the program. Um, and the interesting thing, the really neat thing, I think, is um, when I contacted um, Coach Mack about coming on uh, again, it was like uh, he was so excited just to be asked and that we wanted him to be involved. Uh, there was no having to convince him or, you know, plead with him to do it. It was uh, He was on board from the beginning, and the fact that it was, um, you know, one of his players uh, – that made it, you know, even more special for him. And, uh, of course, you know, uh, you and I were there covering those teams, and we know what Kendall meant uh, to Blue Raider football at that time. They alluded to that uh, New Mexico State game. You could even talk about the Idaho game. But there were games that uh, you just got the ball in Kendall's hands, and he, and he literally made things happen. But you could feel that with Andy. And, you know, another uh, former coach there, I was really excited to have on was uh, Jim McGuire. Um, you know, he did a wonderful job, too, talking with uh, Bryce and Clay Snellgrove. And who better, you know, to talk about those guys than Coach McGuire other than Coach Peterson, uh, who unfortunately no longer is here with us. But Coach McGuire did a great job and also was just delighted uh, to be involved in, in the process and I thought it was a neat statement that he made. You know, Jim McGuire dealt with coach. He coached every infielder for MTSU, specifically middle infielders, um, for for over a quarter of a century. He was the position coach there. So for him to tell uh, tell us that Clay Snellgrove is the best defensive shortstop ever to play here during his time, uh, I think that speaks volumes for Clay. And, you know, Monty, another interesting thing about this class I was thinking about just last night, I guess this tells you that we're getting old um, in, some, in some respects, but every one of these Hall of Famers, five of the six actually, you know, I was thinking both you and I have seen them all play. In some cases we covered them, in some cases maybe fans. The only one uh, I never saw play was uh, Mike Harmon, uh, who was in the class of 77 as a golfer. But um, obviously, Bryce, you know, you covered those teams. Alicia Clark, you covered. Uh, Kendall, we were covering there together. Heather Prater, you know, back in the 90s. And then, of course, Clay Snellgrove in the 90s. So uh, I think it's also kind of neat when, when, when you're looking at guys and, and talking about people that you know are worthy and deserving, but you actually watch them with your own eyes and uh, got to see them compete and uh, perform. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, um, Bryce and Alicia, you know, you say, I mean, obviously no-brainers there, but um, I was going to call you last week, actually, and I I was going to ask you, and I would forgot to do it, like I forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> you talk about getting old. Uh, that's a byproduct of that. Um, but, and I was going to say, man, I think y'all, I think I said, there's two out there in my mind. Y'all got to get in there one day. And it was Newsom and Snellgrove. Well, and interesting, you, you point those two out because as we were starting the committee meetings, um, you know, this process actually starts back in um, early April. So, uh, through early April, getting out the nomination forms and all of that, um, the committees started forming a meeting in in May. And then uh, we, we have that first committee that goes through all of the nominations and um, 
I think this year there was uh, over 100, 126 nominees, and that was scaled down to 19. And those 19 then are presented to a second committee, which is totally different than the first committee. So two, two different groups are, are involved in this. But I would send notes to that second committee about these people, you know, just kind of like a bio or something like that to give them some past information. And one of the things we keep, just, I guess, part of stats or records or whatever, but each year that these uh, that you're a finalist but don't get in, we keep a record of that, too. And this is, to me, very, very interesting. Clay Snellgrove had been a finalist for 11 consecutive years. When I say finalist, that means you made the top 10. Um, Clay Snellgrove, 11 years in a row, had been voted into the top 10 but just kept missing out on the top, you know, three. It was the top three when, when this 11-year run started and then became five uh, or six. We now can put in up to, up to six a year. But 11 consecutive years... And every year the committees are different. We put different people on the committees just to keep changing that up, you know, so so it don't reach a point where people find out who's on the committee and it's like, hey, you know, we need to take care of so-and-so. Or people get together and kind of, you know, you can rig the voting if, 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 you know, if you had ways of doing that. That's happened in the past at places. But anyway, if you think about that, 11 consecutive years, different committees, for over a decade, had put Clay Snellgrove in their top ten, and Kendall Newsom had been um, six years, six straight years. He had been a finalist, but not, uh, but not gotten in. Of course, now Kendall's last year playing was 01, so he became eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2011. So, in the previous eight years, six of those eight years, Kendall had been in the top ten as well. So, you're exactly right. Those are are two great examples of guys that everybody seemed to think should be in, but for whatever reason in the voting, they just wasn't getting that, you know, they wasn't getting on either half of the ballots or getting enough points. Um, so I was delighted this year as those ballots were being counted uh, to see that they both got in and got in with ease. And uh, I'll tell you what a great class this is. Um, this year was the first year that Boogie Yates had become eligible, too. I really thought he would be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, anybody that saw him play, and he played hurt, all-time leading scorer, and he, you know, he just missed out. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him get in uh, in the near future. But you think about that. Uh, that's just how tough it is. And, um, you know, you mentioned these players um, – I think we had a guy on yesterday as a guest um, that certainly should uh, be finding his way into the Hall of Fame, and that'd be Raleigh Bishop. You know, Raleigh had a tremendous career. If not for Bryce Brent, people would have been talking about Raleigh in that same breath. And you mentioned Will Fraley, uh, who you had seen coming up and everything, and, and Will had quite the career on, on the diamond as well. So um, there's just some great ones out there, but... Uh, I totally agree with you that uh, Clay and Kendall, I scratched my head several times in the last few years wondering um, why those two were not in there. And I did think about Coach Pete during this process. I'll tell you this real quick. Back in the fall, Coach Pete and I were talking over at the baseball stadium one day, and he was so excited that Josh Pride had, had finally got in the Hall of Fame, uh, which that occurred last year. And I said to Coach, I said, well, you know, Bryce will be coming up next year. I feel like I'm confident he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I said, but are there any baseball players out there that you've coached who are not in who you think should be in? And without batting an eye, I mean, he immediately said, absolutely, Clay Snellgrove should be in this Hall of Fame. And I have no idea why he's not already in the Hall of Fame. So I know Pete would um, have been thrilled uh, with Clay going in, and uh, Clay, you know, he was a big fan of Clay and and really pushed for this to happen. So, uh, you know, I thought a lot about that here in the last few weeks because uh, it would have meant a whole lot to uh, to uh, Coach Pete. Yeah, and, you know, we'll go back to Newson. You know, that one game comes to mind. Um, 
They're playing New Mexico State. They're down 35-11 to 11 as we start the fourth quarter. And um, Middle comes back and wins that game. And um, it was like Newsom and West Counts. They just willed their team to win. And I, I look back to a quote uh, Andy Mack said yesterday with Kendall. He said there was no challenge too big. And when there ever was a challenge, he became bigger than the challenge. And I thought that was e- extremely well put on him. And um, and you talk about Bryce um, said, you know, I wish Coach Pete was here. And, yeah. you know, he, he got pretty broken up about it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in that moment I was reminded how, you know, these guys, especially in the eyes of, some of the young kids that watch them and all, I mean, these these guys we're talking about are like legends, like Blue Raider legends. Like, people will talk about some of these guys for years to come. Um, and then to see that emotion from Bryson and, and so forth and some of the others, but uh, especially when Bryce got broken up there, you forget that sometimes, you know, these student-athletes, you know, they have emotions and uh, they're great athletes. But they're just, you know, they have issues and, and humility like everybody else. And you're kind of reminded of that when, when they're humbled like they were about something like this. Um, but like I said earlier, um, I give Jim Simpson a lot of credit because um, year after year I see more and more how, how people view this Hall of Fame and what it means to be a part of it. And that didn't just happen overnight. You know, I think... We've talked about this, Monty, with, with many different things, but the way you would, you know, like in your, your field or when we work together, you, you can make people understand how important something is by the way you handle it, the way you cover something. If you cover a sport or athletes the way it should be done, then people understand the importance of that. And if you treat the Hall of Fame the way you should treat it, uh, then people come to understand what a big deal this is and, um, you know, from the Friday night celebration when we have a packed house here at the Hall of Fame to now the, you know, the induction ceremony out on the lawn of the Hall of Fame before the football game and, and then bringing them all out at halftime and so forth, um, it, I think people understand it's a big deal because it's been treated like a big deal. And I'll also give Chris Massaro credit because, um, you know, it's nice to have an athletic director who takes it seriously and takes our history seriously. Chris, Chris really wanted to be involved in this. Chris wanted to be the one to make the announcement, and not because he was the AD, but because it meant something to him too. You know, and um, I just think that's where it's evolved. And um, I think I think our fans look forward to it. And because we've treated it the way we treat it, um, you know, I think it's really grown in stature as well. We're joined today by Tony Sennett talking about the. New MTSU Hall of Fame class. We'll take a break and be right back. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Well, good afternoon. Trying to clean up that nasty wreck from earlier at Elmaville Road near I-24. Hopefully that will start to improve here in the next few minutes. Stop and go down. Sam Ridley coming off the interstate. Sam Ridley headed back out towards Smyrna. Just busy on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna right now. For that perfect getaway just outside Gatlinburg, check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on now. CosbyCreekCabins.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes <laughs> run don't miss the wake up pro with john brian and dalton weekday mornings from six until swap and shop hello again and this is lenny farmer funeral pre-planner for jennings and Ayers funeral home and cremation services i know i know you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days it can be stressful but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance that's what i'm here for 
call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue! All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and still a lot of talk about yesterday's reveal of the 2020 Blue Raider Hall of Fame class. It was done during a Zoom webinar that was entitled Moving Forward. While looking back, a conversation with Blue Raider legends. Uh, it is available now uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, and if you go to GoBlueRaiders.com, the top story there is about yesterday's reveal, and you can watch the video right there. And about four or five minutes in is when uh, Director of Athletics Chris Massaro was uh, actually revealing that the guests for the Zoom webinar were actually the inductees for the class of 2020. That induction will take place uh, the weekend of October 16th and 17th. Middle Tennessee scheduled to play North Texas in football that weekend. But what a class uh, going into the Hall of Fame this year. It includes uh, a couple of first ballot Hall of Famers. They include Bryce Brents of baseball and Alicia Clark of women's basketball. Now, Alicia only played at middle for two years, started at Belmont, and then uh, came to middle for her final two years and still almost scored 1,800 points and led the nation in scoring both years. Bryce, of course, played three years before being drafted by Major League Baseball. The other uh, members of this impressive class include Mike Harmon, who is the only Blue Raider golfer to hold a PGA Tour card uh, on a regular basis. Kendall Newson, great football wide receiver. Heather Prater-Warren, women's basketball, who led the nation in three-point shooting uh, for a year at over 51%. And Clay Snellgrove, one of the best all-around baseball players offensively and defensively in Blue Raider history. And uh, it was certainly a, a lot of fun uh, hosting the web yesterday that uh, revealed this class and boy they we had uh, at least two different uh, guests joining us for each one of those individuals so if you get a chance it runs about an hour and 15 minutes but uh, really fun to watch if you're a middle fan you will enjoy uh, hearing some stories and 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 uh, and, and seeing how humble and how uh, how excited uh, each one of these six participants uh and soon to be inductees into the hall of fame were so again that's you can find the video on goblueraiders.com or on youtube all right turning to men's tennis despite fighting the challenges of covid19 and the pandemic in the latter half of the school year student athletes on the middle tennessee men's tennis team made the university proud with their work in the classroom during the 1920 school year the blue raider men's tennis team earned the conference usa 
Institutional Excellence in Sport Academic Award, as announced by the league office. The Sport Academic Award is given to the team in each conference-sponsored sport with the highest GPA for the academic year. The Blue Raiders earned a 3.94 team GPA during the spring semester, and last fall they had a 3.81 GPA. So that is something that has been consistent under Coach Borendame outstanding work in the classroom. Lady Raider basketball unveiled their 2021 uh, non-conference basketball schedule. It is a tough non-conference schedule, but with more local teams uh, on the schedule. That includes uh, games uh, against Kentucky, Louisville, Vanderbilt, all within an eight-day run. You've got Lipscomb, Tennessee Tech, also in there. Total of 11 non-conference games on the schedule. You can find out uh, more about all of these stories uh, as you go to GoBlueRaiders.com. Everybody have a good night. Take care of yourself and also be nice to each other. All right, Chip, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance. Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Tony Stennett with the MTSU Athletic Communications Department join us today. And Tony, you, know, you talk about Bryce Brents. Um, he, I don't – Clay Snellgrove, you know, you're talking about two different eras for sure, said he was proud to go in with him. And because when Bryce played, and, you know, you never – I never really thought about this. And he goes, he was the most feared hitter in college baseball and everybody knew who he was. And so it didn't matter if Bryce had played at USC or Florida. Um, he would have been a stud there. I mean, the season he put up, he almost won the Triple Crown at 28. Right. And, you know, the thing about Bryce is, and I think uh, those who know Bryce, he really fits the mold of the kind of guys that Coach Pete and Coach McGuire won with for decades with Blue Raider baseball, just blue-collar, hard-working guys. And if you'll remember, Bryce Brent during the recruitment process, was getting no offers uh, from any of the SEC schools or any of the bigger schools. And there he was, you know, located in the Knoxville area. Even Tennessee was not offering him. So he had um, committed to MTSU and to Coach Peterson. And then what happened is his senior year, he just started blowing up. I mean, he... He had a tremendous high school finish, and all of a sudden all these SEC schools are coming in on him. And um, the story goes that, you know, Bryce told them all, when I extended my hand to Steve Peterson and gave him my word, he was the only one that wanted me. 
and I'm sticking to that now. So that's the guy that, and I found I forgot about this. I did not realize that 09 team had been picked last in the Sun Belt Conference, which just baffles the heck out of me how that team could be. I think Chip said it how they could have been picked last by anybody. Uh, there was tremendous talent on that team, but anyway, um, you know I think Bryce was one of those kind of guys. You know a hard a hard-working blue-collar guy, and I think he had a chip on his shoulder. But that 9 season, uh, you know, it, it's the best season of any college baseball player in the history of college baseball. And, uh, you know, our fans got to see that every game. And if you think about it, you know, we beat uh, Mikey Miner and Vanderbilt in the first round of that regional. And uh, like Coach McGuire said, Bryce just pitched his heart out against Louisville in that second game. And I think we end up losing uh, two to one, maybe three to two, a one-run game in the late innings. Uh, Louisville took the lead in the eighth inning and w- went on to hold on to win that game, or else Middle sitting in the uh, uh, championship round undefeated, uh, one win away from going to a super regional. Of course, 44 wins that year, um, but that team and, and Bryce kind of I think fit the mold there. And I was going to ask you about Alicia Clark because you covered uh, the Lady Raiders um, for the Daily News Journal during that time uh, and the great runs they had. I know this summer uh, or spring you were putting out, you know, your kind of Mount Rushmore for the different sports or the GOATs, you know, for the different sports at MTSU. And, of course, all of them are hard. But, boy, when you get to talking about women's basketball and where you would go, of course, I'm always partial to Kim Webb. Uh, having seen her play and know what I thought she was kind of one of the early people that that started it you know she kind of helped put middle women's basketball on the map back then but my thing about Alicia Clark and people when they ask who do you think's the best women's player to play here you know I mean it's really hard for me because you got Patrice Holmes you got Tawanya Mucker you got Kim Webb I mean you can go on and on um, but the thing about Alicia Clark, 1,700 points in just two seasons, all those 40-plus point games, uh, the player of the year, both years she played here. And if she played here four years, think about that. If you just She, she might have scored over 3,000 points. But, you know, I think you can only view her career for the time she was here, obviously, and you can't hold against her that she wasn't here all four years. So... If you just look at sure talent and what she did, I'm not so sure she's not the best women's basketball player we've ever had. Yeah, I really wrestled with that between her and Kim, and I think my deciding factor was the fact that Kim did play here all four years. Right. Because, and Kim was ahead of her time. Um, she could have played anywhere in the country. She, ch- she wanted to play here because her parents were older and um, – she wanted him to be able to come watch her play, you know. But Alicia, I mean, I mean, the accolades go on forever. And I, I was thinking um, yesterday that the coach at Troy one year said, well, she's going to get hers, and we're just not going to let anybody else get theirs. And that, he goes, that's the only way you can beat them. Well, Alicia got 49, and Middle beat them by about 49. So, <laughs> so I mean, she was um, she was um, some kind of a player, and um, obviously a great ambassador for MTSU and women's basketball. Um, she's had a really good professional career, and of course, with the Seattle uh, WNBA team, and um, she'll. Yeah, I mean the two years she put together that that'll that'll never be duplicated. I don't think. Well, and you know you might have been at this game. I, I think you probably would have been um, there in. Uh, I guess I can't remember if it was the '09 or '10 Sun Belt Championship game, but the night she scored fifty, which was uh, which is the the school record for points in a game, men or women. Uh, but that fifty point game was in the championship against Little Rock. Uh, which MTSU won by, like, I, I think a last-second shot. It was a one-possession game and um, beat a very good Little Rock team, possibly in overtime, but definitely at the buzzer. And 
that was her 50-point game. It wasn't like those games came and, you know, she just scored a ton against inferior foes. It was, it was big-time games in which she was really needed, you know. Um, and so that stands out to me. And, of course, she's a world champion, you know, with um, Seattle, I think, what, two or three years ago when they won the championship. And, of course, Alicia starts for the Storm. And uh, that speaks to her talent as well, 10 years later, to still be uh, starting uh, in professional basketball. Yeah, and that women's game you alluded to is the best women game I've ever seen in person. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Hey everybody, Edwin Lee Raymer here with the P.I. Show. We come to you every Sunday night from 8 until 10 p.m. We discuss some local politics, some national politics, and other issues just as they come aboard. So join us here every Sunday evening from 8 until 10 on WGNS. Well, good afternoon. We're trying to clean up that nasty wreck from earlier at Elmaville Road near I-24. Hopefully that'll start to improve here in the next few minutes. Stop and go down Sam Ridley coming off the interstate. Sam Ridley headed back out towards Smyrna. Just busy on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna right now. For that perfect getaway just outside Gatlinburg, check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on now. CosbyCreekCabins.com I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Back to all sports talk. Joined today by Tony Stennett talking about the MTSU Hall of Fame class. And be uh, remiss if I didn't bring up Heather Prater. I did cover her. She played at Wayne County, saw her um, in um, high school at the state tournament, I guess about every year. And um, her, um, when she got here, you know, she became a starter immediately. And to say, that she is still the all-time assist leader is, is, is pretty impressive. You know, it really is. When you think about, um, for one, all the great point guards that have come through here, especially, you know, under Stephanie Smith, you had Patrice Holmes and such, and then, of course, you know, the point guards that have come through here under Coach Ensel. But more importantly than those point guards, it's the scores around them. If you look at the 1,000-point club, and, and all of that, uh, there's been a ton of scores here in the last 20 years. And um, so the point guard's going to have a chance to really ring up some assists. The only point guard who's come close to challenging Heather's record since Heather left is Ty Petty. Uh, Ty Petty, of course, second all-time 
out of Riverdale High School. I think Ty reached um, maybe 560, 570. Heather's got 611. So um, even as good as Ty was, uh, she's still come up 40, 50 assists shy of that. And the thing about Heather, you know, she was a real playmaker. Um, and another one of those who I think Coach Bivens would say just got the absolute most out of her ability. It wasn't like she was a great athlete, you know, all-around athlete. She was just a, a very heady player and a hard worker who made her teammates better. But if you you know, remember, Monty, she, um, she would have these no-look passes. I mean, she was a, a true point guard, but she was also a remarkable shooter, led the nation in three-point shooting her junior year. Uh, is number one in the school record books for um, three-point percentage for a single season. And then on top of that, she's also in the 1,000-point club. And um, I believe it was – I think it was her senior year. Uh, of course, the ladies were really, really good. One of Lewis Bivens' best teams off to a 17-1 start and had beaten teams like uh, Georgia, Houston, uh, just rolling right along. And then Jessica Beatty uh, blew out a knee. And um, and it, it kind of slowed down a little bit, but that team still got an at-large berth into the NCAA tournament. Um, the first uh, uh, women's team from the OVC ever to get an at-large berth, um, and I think to this day the only one. So um, you know Heather was a tremendous player, and again, you know looking at when she finished up, I think ninety-six, ninety-seven. Um, I think she was long, long overdue uh, for the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah, and we don't want to forget Mike Harmon. I didn't know this. The only card-carrying member of the PGA Tour that is a Blue Raider alum. Now, Larry Gilbert uh, won a major um, on the senior tour, but uh, Mike uh, was a on the PGA Tour for uh, seven years, so we don't want to forget him. Tony, no, I was I, I was going it, Monty. I was going to um, um, use you today for about 15, 20 minutes, and I looked. I'm looking up here now, and we've already take eaten up the whole show. I guess uh, the gift of gab, huh? That's right. Well, hey, appreciate it as all as all, Tony. Y'all do a great job over there. All right, thanks, Monty. I appreciate it. All righty, that'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.